Hi, you're listening to the Embers Collective podcast series, episode 17. Over the next four episodes, we're going to be exploring the theme of stories in song or musical stories. For the next two instalments, we'll be looking at songs of the sea. What you're about to hear is a traditional song from the Greenland whale fisheries called The Wings of a Gull, performed by me, Josh Middleton, on vocals and accordion, and Tim Karp on guitar. So dizzy and so sick For 
his life he don't give a damn and far ahead the great flute spread and the maid gives the whale the iron and soon the blood in a purple flood from Spout hole comes a flying. These trials we bear for nigh on four years till the flying jib points for home. We're supposed for our toil to get a boat. Of the oil and an equal share of the bone. When we go to the agent to settle for the trip, we find we've cause to repent, for we've slaved away. about three pounds ten so that was wings of a goal thanks josh that was beautiful oh thank you you're very welcome um so firstly where did you find that song um so i've heard a few versions of it um the, the one I liked the most was from a band called The Starboard List. Um, and I, I kind of learnt their version. But looking it, looking it up um, and sort of doing some research on it, it's, it's a very old song. It's from around the 1840s, which incidentally is when the accordion was invented. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, from from those boats that went to Greenland to search for whales and it was this weird thing of like they were both had, like they had this thrill of the hunt of the whale at the same time they were like really really homesick because they went away for like, three or four years at a time um, and they were also really angry with the conditions they were in which was basically really quite horrific very yeah. very very cold barely anything to eat um, and I guess with all that time, there's there's, there's time to write songs. Um, got a lot of lot of time to kill. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just thought it was a. It's a kind of classic example of that, the the tragic story of a sailor, and and the, that, yeah, that kind of you know, that life which we kind of say, oh, you know what a. What a fun life to be a sailor, you know, in the navy, sort of thing, you know. But Maybe it's actually, a fun to be a pirate, not a I sailor. I think it's much funner to be a pirate than a sailor. Yeah, um, and, and it's definitely a glorified, especially in our kind of, in our cinema and our books and stuff. We we glorify that that aspect of life, don't we? And it's yeah, it must have been horrible. Absolutely horrific. And I think there's something as well about the thing that I 
The reason I like that version, particularly as a Londoner, is there's the line, I'd rather be snug in a Deptford pub, which sort of hits home a bit, because you're like, oh, God, that's... Yeah. <laughs> like, I get that, you yeah. know? And, like, you're just a Londoner who's somewhere in the mi- thousands of miles away off the coast of Greenland searching for a whale and... There's another song called The Greenland Whale Fisheries and one of the verses go, sometimes we be catching whales, often we get none. So, like, people sometimes went away for three years and didn't even catch a whale, you know? (laughs) Which is just like... And, yeah, and as in that song, even if you do catch the whale and you come home, you've found you've earned about £3.10. So it's like... Which you probably drink in a couple of nights back at home in the Deptford pub. Yeah, to get get over the the trauma of, of that. Um... I forgot to mention at the start that we're actually in the room with some slightly different people today. Um, so I'm here as usual, and we have Josh Middleton, who is um, accordionist and singer and composer and puppeteer and uh, juggler and no, 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 balancer. No, no. You balance stuff. And uh, <laughs> Dunja Botic, who is a singer, and we all we all play in a group together called Don Kipper, and we all met met in that band and. And uh, yeah, we 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 wanted to to do a a whole series on on the you know the use of of stories in music and the use of music in stories because they're I mean I feel like they're kind of inextricably linked um, and can complement each other and be so powerful with each other. Um, so that's that's kind of what the next few episodes are going to be is going to be us us three or us two or one playing a song and and kind of chatting about various aspects of it afterwards which is what's happening now <laughs> <laughs> I think this the, yeah the stories and like stories are such an integral part of folk culture right and like there are some some musical traditions are built entirely on stories like the in Mali the griots that's a they are the chroniclers of the Malian civilization stretching back thousands of years mm. and that's an oral culture of storytelling with music. Um, and that's just one example. And folk songs as well, you, you hear these stories and you, you think about these stories and these people. And I think that's, that's such a central part of being a folk musician, is finding the stories which resonate with you, which you want to continue telling. Yeah. It is a form of uh, how to preserve history as well, <laughs> because nowadays we have so many ways to preserve history but in those days they had to do it in a, either in a form of a story or written down but sometimes it gets lost or burned through the centuries or you know from mouth to mouth from mm. um and that's what's happening into music as well and yeah it's important to it's nice to keep those traditions and carry them on and remembering um that there's many ways to um share it's many ways there's many ways to share um your struggles or your life or whatever and it's really beautiful to see that um in music as well Mm. yeah Yeah, i think the uh for whatever reason i'm still not quite sure but music is is such a powerful thing that exists in our in our world I i don't know why yet still trying to figure it out what what it is about it and and yeah we we use we kind of using it to to pass on knowledge and to pass on information and to 
to experience joy and to express pain and yeah I, yeah i think i think it's like a also like a form of spirituality as well yeah like that that folk music and that connection to the the people who've played that music before and the the stories who you're telling about you know the the, the guys on the ship in greenland or whatever but also like those musicians who've told those stories as well and I've always felt that connection when I'm playing music, folk music specifically, feeling connected to all the people in the past who've played that music. And mm. actually I was talking to um, a friend of mine who's a folk musician called uh, Sid Goldsmith and, and he was talking to me about this theory of ghosts, um, which is like, I kind of articulated what I, I didn't, I hadn't ever sort of managed to put clearly in my head before which is the idea that as the musician plays standing behind them is the ghost of a person they learnt the music from <laughs> and standing behind that ghost is the ghost of the player that they learnt that from and so on and on and on and on until the beginning of music wow. and those line of ghosts and we who are in the living world and we're playing that music essentially we kind of are navigating, you know, if we get too clever or get too, you know, we get a, a, a poke in the ribs from, from the ghost behind <laughs> us, you know. But at the same time, if we if we just play it the same every single night, then um, the ghosts get bored, you know. So yeah. you're kind of navigating that. Well, that was I was going to ask you this question, actually, about how how um, how how real do we have to represent the music of the past? Because it's, it's such a balance, isn't it? I, I feel anyway, like, do we take this, this traditional music and, and recreate it note for note, ornament for ornament, harmony for harmony, melody for melody, rhythm for rhythm, or, you know, which is kind of showing respect to, the, to these ghosts of the past, or, or, or do we have the responsibility to, to change it for our time, and, and where's the balance with that? That's such an important question, I think, as a folk musician, and I, another great thing which I, I'll give to Sid as well for, for telling me, I don't know where he heard this, but um, I was chatting a lot about this with him, cause, um, and he said, uh, yeah, there's this th uh, thing they say, um, don't worship the ashes, fan the flames. Mm. And I really like that concept of like, don't just look at the dead, um, you know, don't, don't, don't freeze a tradition in time and try and learn it and just worship the ashes and don't change it, you know feed the fire keep mm. it going yeah add your own something to it you know because by that will keep the fire of the music and the tradition going yeah you know but it is a balance because you don't want to piss off the ghosts <laughs> you know yeah. and yeah it's an interesting when i was younger and uh, teaching uh, traditional dancing I had this teacher and she was always we need to keep the tradition we need to do exactly the steps how they are but then I went to different villages to kind of see how they dance because I was teaching. So I always constantly had to, you know, see people dancing. And you can see the differences between older people who were probably got injured or had like a problematic hip. So they would dance in a different way, mm -hmm. in a different pace. And then, you, you know, you're the younger people who had all this fire inside them. Then they would, you know, be more like jumpy and like... So they, they did the same dance in a di different way. And then I was always thinking, actually, well, that, that is tradition. is mm. like you take it and you, you, know, you recreate it a little bit because of who you are. Mm. And I feel that into music, you can... The, I think the most important thing in music is the lyrics. Mm. 
-hmm. So you keep the lyrics as they are, because if you're 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 saying a story from the past, and we want all these stories from the past so we can move on to the future, but how you want to present them is your thing. So it's like, yeah, the the story is there. The music you can do whatever you want, but the story is there. That's a a very fundamental thing. Mm. It's, you can't change the story. The story mm. is there. You can't change the story, but maybe maybe you need to like adapt it or something for so that it can be understood. You know, because mm. if 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 your story is in um in in a language that we can't understand in in an old an old way of speaking or even in a foreign language, it it does need to be adapted. But then it's I guess it's your job as the as the musician and the storyteller to adapt it. Um, without losing the meaning do you know what I mean yeah yeah for sure I think also yeah you do need to sometimes update sometimes I, I, le I learn a folk song and I look at the different versions and I'm like oh no I'm not going to learn that version it's got some problematic lyrics potentially or you know um, and you have to yeah sometimes you end up picking the best bits you know like you, you find three different versions of a song and you decide that the chorus of that song is really beautiful and and the verse of that version of the song. And it's they're the same song and they're the same story, but you end up kind of making a little mash of the ones you like mm. and presenting that story in the way that you like, it like that resonates for you, right? Exactly. Yeah, definitely, I think. But yeah, you're right, like, keep that. You really want to try and keep that, the story, the, the essence of the story, that's, that's the thing that we're trying to preserve, right? And yeah, the way that's, which... that's what we do in Embers is 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 we take this mythology and folklore and, and we do kind of update it and mm. and use language that that can that can more easily transfer onto people now, um, which is so important because that's how you preserve it. Mm. Because if you're not engaging with the real the, with the alive people around you, then yeah, what what are you doing it for? Who mm. are you doing it for? You know, I think that's really important. So um, maybe let's wrap it up there. Um, so next week you're going to have a lovely treat, which will be um, a song from Greece that Dunya's going to sing, but we'll save all of the uh, info about that for next week. So, Just to let you know, it did make me cry when they played it. So, oh, Hang on, have we played it yet? You've played it to me and okay, it made me yeah, cry. All right, fine. Uh, <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Embers Collective Podcast. Uh, I'm Tim Karp. I've been in the room with Josh Middleton and Dunya Botic. So tune in next week for some more stories and songs. Bye. Bye. Bye.